Hello, video. Welcome to Christchurch at home. Sorry. You want to do this bit? Hello and welcome to Christchurch at home. I mean, that was that was exactly what I was going to say, Dodger. Um, I'm Jack and this is Dodger. Um, oh, yes. you're glad it came up on the screen that time. Yeah, um, I work at Christchurch and Dodger doesn't. No, he doesn't. But you, you, you may maybe one day. You'll send in a CV. Good. Um, welcome to our online service today. It's so great to see you. Um, if you want to, do say hello in the comments. They're either over there or over there. I have no idea. Well, no, I do know my left and my right, but sometimes it flips the video and it all gets a bit confusing. Well, I mean, I could change it. Um, do comment saying hello. It's lovely to see um, who's commenting and who's with us. The best way for us to know if you're with us is for you to say hello. So do say hello from you and your family. You don't have Facebook, no, so you can't comment. Oh, but you sometimes watch on the website. Yes, yeah, so if you're watching on the website, sorry that you can't comment hello, but we know that you are with us and we love you guys. Um, today, we're going to be looking at Pentecost. Oh, it's basically, it's when the Holy Spirit first came down on the early church. Okay, so it's, we're celebrating something called Pentecost. Um, and it's also George's last service. He's going, he's going to go, he's been our curate for three years, and he's going to go and be a, um, a he's going to be an associate minister, or an assistant minister, something to do with church planting, at a church called HTB. Yeah, that is the alpha one. I mean, it is typical, but we don't need to say it. Um, welcome to our service if you've just joined us. Um, over the last few weeks, we've had some amazing segments, haven't we, called Look Who's Listening, where we've been looking at who's been listening from all over the world. We had Sav um, from the Bahamas on a cruise ship. Yeah, lucky for some. And we also had Anna's family from Finland join us. And this week, we have a family join us from slightly closer. Oh, you were going to send one in from your bag. Oh, but you realised you wouldn't be able to say very much without me. <laughs> Okay, let's see who's been watching from Brockenhurst. Hello, Christchurch. I'm Esther, Simon's aunt. And I'm Derek, his uncle. I've known Simon since his birth, as I helped look after him for his first six weeks. We've watched him and his two brothers develop over the years and they have spent many happy holidays with us in Brockenhurst. You can imagine the joy when we heard the family were moving to Winchester just across the forest. The last time we saw them was just before the lockdown. But we are now so pleased to see Simon preaching at your church and seeing you, his enthusiastic congregation and the music group. In many ways we would like this to continue so that we can carry on watching your services each week in the comfort of our home. We send you many blessings from our church here in Brockenhurst. Yeah, that was great, wasn't it, Dodger? It's so great to see who's been listening from so far away. You were going to send one in from your bag. Well, it might not be very bright. But you wouldn't be able to say very much without me. That is fair enough. If you know somebody who's been watching Christchurch from far away, it could be as far as Brockenhurst, or it could be as far as the Bahamas, um, do let us know because we'd love to hear from them about how they're engaging with our church services. Welcome if you've just joined us. I'm Jack and this is Dodger. Um, you've got a little bit of time before the service starts. We've just heard from somebody who's been listening from a little bit further away than Winchester. Now, Dodger, I've got a new section to introduce now. It is quite exciting, but I think I need to do it on my own because I've got some technical bits to do. Oh, you had some adult colouring to do anyway. Great. Well, 
wasn't exactly what I was ex expecting you to do, but you, you're going to watch the rest of the service. Yeah, good. Right. Do you want to say goodbye to everybody? Yeah, goodbye. Right. I'll see you later. Great. Um, this new section is really, really exciting. Basically, I don't know if you've watched Anton Deck's Saturday Night Takeaway, but in that programme, they go into the television screens of people all over the country who are watching their show. And so I've got Louise in Devon ready to press the magic buttons to get our camera to go live to somebody who's watching the service. Um, I'm really excited. I've spent all week trying to work out if it works and just hopefully it will. So we're going to start a little bit further afield. We're not starting in the middle of Winchester. We're going out a little bit further. We're kind of going to East Winchester, more towards kind of Allsford. So if you're in Allsford, get ready. Um, and... We're going to now hopefully go live to someone's living room. So yes. we're going to go now live to Charlotte and Emily's house. Hello, Charlotte and Emily. Hello. Can you hear, can you, can you hear me? Hello. Hi. Hi, Charlotte and Emily. It's Jack here. You're live on Christchurch at home. Great. <laughs> you seem delighted. How are you finding, how are you finding Christchurch at home? How are you finding okay. lockdown? <laughs> How are you finding it all? How are you finding lockdown? How are you finding Christchurch? Yeah, yeah, we love church at home. Yeah, I see a wide variety of people each morning. Yeah, it's great. You seem a, you seem a little bit shocked. I'm sorry. Um, Just a little bit. And obviously, this today's George's last day working at Christchurch. You've both worked with George. Emily does now. Charlotte, you used to. It'll be really yeah. sad to lose him, won't it? Yeah, it will be sad actually. Yeah, he's um, done a lot for Christchurch. It's been really great working with him. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he really will be. Uh, right, it's, it's great seeing you. We're going to zoom over to another um, household now and see what they've got to say. So <laughs> we might see <laughs> you later. <laughs> nice Bye. 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 <laughs> I can't believe that worked. Well done, Louise, with your button pressing. If you've just joined us, welcome to Christchurch at Home. I'm Jack, and we're having lots of fun jumping into the congregation's TV screens or their iPad or their laptop um, to say hello and welcome them to church. Um, if you've just joined us, it is so great to have you with us. Um, our service is starting at 10. You've still got time to have some breakfast to get the kids out of bed. Um, and maybe you might want to share this service with the people that you love. You could press the share button and there are multiple options. If you press share, you can just press share as post. That means um, it will go on your feed and onto people's timelines and they will see churches started. You can also share as a watch party, which means that you start your own little watch party of people watching the service. And it means that all your followers and all your friends get a notification to let them know that you are watching church and that they're invited. The other thing you can do is you can send as a message. So you can send this service to as many people as you want saying, why don't you join me for church this morning? We would love to have you with us. It's a really great way to let people know that we are at church. So we're going to go back into the screens of one of our congregation. They have no idea this is going to happen. It is all live and it is so exciting. So imagine Winchester from above. We're going to go a little bit further north this time. So if you're in the north, get ready. And we're actually going to be still quite close to the centre, kind of near the train station. So kind of zoom in and then imagine where Orham's Arbour is and where Full Flood is. We're kind of in that area. And now we're going to go live, hopefully live, to the Stone household. Hello, Stones. Hello, can you hear me? Oh, he's got his camera. Freddie, for pity's sake, I've told you five times, get your backside down here. The church is starting in. in five minutes. Come in. Kev, Yeah, it's just a build-off at the moment. Yeah, no, it's just Jack wittering on. He's on mute. Uh, <laughs> no, he can't yeah, hear me. Um, can we, turn, we just turn it off? 
Um, okay. Um, a bit too much, to be honest. Um, right. Can somebody just can somebody just text Harry or Kevin or guys? Where's your starting? Guys, guys. Somebody um, tag with the club. What? Kevin. Kevin. Oh, cool. Guys. Kevin. Uh, Okay. Sorry, we're doing this. Yeah. <laughs> we're doing this thing where we're going into people's households, and we've been. We came right. to. Uh, uh, hello. Okay. <laughs> we probably should have uh, talked to you doing this, um, because it doesn't, doesn't look like you're quite prepared for church. So maybe we should let you. Uh, let you get yeah, on. Uh, that that'd be helpful. Uh, <laughs> I think one minute. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, we hope you enjoy church today. Um, I hope okay. you see you soon. Did you? Uh, how long have you been on? <laughs> like, enough. Enough. Okay. We saw we, I hope the face masks go well. Well, yeah. Uh, uh, they've run out. I'm, is, that, is, that. Is, that every, is that every Sunday? Uh, it's a special occasion. <laughs> Every Sabbath, put a face mask on. I love it. Right, well, we're going to go to another household now. Um, we're just popping around. Hopefully you can re-watch that and just, yeah, hopefully everything's all right. Sorry. Um, and we'll see you soon. All right, man. Bye. I'm so sorry, everybody. Maybe we should have warned people in advance that we were going to do this. Um, but great to see you, Stones. Hope you have a lovely day if you've just joined us. That was a bit weird. Um, we're going live into our congregation's homes to say hello, Anton Deck style this morning. I'm Jack and our service is starting not long now in, uh, at about 10 o'clock. Um, so really not long now. Uh, we're going to try and fit in two more households in that time. So we're now going to go a little bit out further again into, well, I don't even know which direction this is. We're kind of going out towards Twyford. So hopefully we're live with the Collinson family. Hello, Collinsons. Hello, <laughs> Collinsons. How are you? Are you all right, guys? Oh, hello, Jack. How are you finding lockdown? Uh, well, we're very shocked that you are now with us. And you are with you everybody. Are. You are with everybody. The whole congregation can see you. Lizzie, you look delighted. <laughs> Yeah, how are you? How are you finding lockdown? How are you finding church at home? Are you enjoying it? Well, it was fine until you popped up. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I'll I let you. Is he having a nice breakfast? Yeah, I'm having a lovely breakfast. I just didn't think the whole church would see my pink dressing gown <laughs> and my hair. I'm so sorry. It's not right. We'll let you continue with your breakfast. We're going to go and hopefully visit some other people now. So we hope you have a lovely day and we'll maybe see you soon. Bye. Bye. Oh, I love this game. It's so fun. I really hope um, you're enjoying this. Welcome if you've just joined. My name's Jack. I'm on the staff team at Christchurch. The service is starting in 10 at 10 o'clock. Um, but at the moment, I'm just having fun. And with the help of Louise dropping into households in our congregation to say hello to some surprise. Um, if you've just joined us, do comment hello. It's so great to be able to chat with you. Um, the other place that we get to chat usually is the Q&A. Today, that's a bit of a send off for George. We're going to be praying him out. Um, and a few people will be on a stream together just after the service to chat to him about his time at Christchurch and to pray for him. So do join us there. Um, 
our service is starting soon. You've got time to get a cup of tea, um, get your breakfast, maybe change out the pink dressing gown, Izzy, that might be good. Um, so we've already seen Charlotte and Emily out in Twyford. Um, the Stone family, which went a little bit wrong, kind of in full flood area. Um, we've seen the Collinsons out in Twyford. And now we're going to one more place. So I hope you're ready. So we're in Winchester. We're going to go south a little bit. And we're going to zoom in just past Stanmore on Badger Farm. And hopefully we're now going live to the Watkinsons at the Curitish, no? No, OK, don't worry, George. I was only tricking you. All of that was pre-recorded. We just wanted to give you a little bit of a shock. Now, I'm wearing red today, George, because it's your final service. And because whenever you wear red, I like to call you Gaston because it's just the rippling muscles, isn't it? Um, Sarah Jane, you probably thought I was wearing red because it's Pentecost and it's liturgical colours. You guys were white on Ascension Day at morning prayer. I'm sorry. I can't. I, I, that's, it's just because of George. Um, and in the spirit of um, wishing George farewell, the staff team and I have recorded a little song for him. And because I like to call him Gaston where he wears red, there was only really one song that I could sing. Gosh, it upsets me to see you, oh George, leaving us during this time. It's so hard for us to say bye to you, George, whilst we are not in our prime. There's no man in winch as it might as you, you're everyone's favourite guy. Everyone's ordered and inspired by you, and it's not very hard to see why. Who's the best member of staff like a Rev George, HC Calf like a Rev George, or who vibrates the ground with his laugh like a Rev George, and your socks they do grab our attention, when really we should be in prayer. You've won the hearts of the whole congregation, when you gesture as you preach at your biceps we stare. No one speaks like Rev George, drives a jeep like Rev George, no one mentions Alpha every week like Rev George. When I grow up I want to be Nicky Gumball. HTV for Rev George. Get five wheels of brie, get twelve Wensley's ales. We need all the cheese or the alpha will fail. Who's a dish like Rev George? Charms the bish like Rev George. No one speaks not quite enough finish like Rev George. To Christchurch I order Land Rovers. To where I part by part once a week. Lynn signs for them over and over to ensure that my automobile is at peak. <laughs> who chats to the diocese like Rev George? James to please like Rev George? Who at Alpha has mountains of cheese like Rev George? Yes, my lactose consumption is quite concerning. My, what a guy that Rev George! When I was a lad, I ran to Alpha courses every week so that I learnt the script. And now that I'm grown, I run thousands a week and do workouts throughout, so I'm ripped. Who hates to lose like Rev George is a strange like Rev George, who had Alpha launches into these like Rev George. Did you know that Alpha was where I converted? I was a guy, Rev George. No wheels today, then. I hope you enjoyed that, George. Um, welcome if you've just joined the service. That was a video just saying ta to our curate, George, who is leaving us today. We hope you enjoyed seeing the staff team have a bit of a giggle. Welcome if you've just joined us. Um, we're actually going to start our service now. I'm going to hand over very swiftly um, to Simon, our lovely vicar, who is going to say hello, my lovelies, and welcome us all into the service today. 
welcome to Christ Church at Home today, Pentecost Sunday. We celebrate with Christians all around the world and we pray for a fresh flood of the Spirit in our broken lives, in our scattered church and in our beloved city. Let us pray. With joy and gladness, we celebrate your power and your presence, Holy Spirit of God. By your energy, the world was formed and made. Darkness gave way to light. Men and women were fashioned and became living beings, able to know you, to hear you speaking, and to answer your wonderful call. From you, Holy Spirit, the Word of God has come to us through prophets and preachers and above all your Word. By your inspiration, poets and artists and musicians have composed works of beauty and depth and praise. You have brought us to faith and hope in Jesus Christ. Your church has sprung into life. Your gifts and graces have been showered on us. New life and wholeness has come to Christ's body. To you, Holy Spirit, giving eternal life, glorifying Jesus, exalting God our Heavenly Father, be glory now and forevermore. Amen. Today is also our chance as a church community to say thank you and farewell and God bless to the whole of the Watkinson family. George will be speaking uh, in our service in just a little while on our passage from Acts 2 and we will be hearing from people who have a particular reason to be thankful uh, to the Watkinsons for their ministry with us here over the last few years. And at the end of the service, we will actually be virtually popping into their house uh, to give them not a shock, but some goodbye presents and to pray uh, for the whole of the family. But let's begin our worship by singing together, Build Your Kingdom Here.
the Bible gives us lots of pictures of what the Holy Spirit is like. And one of them is a flame, the fire of God's Spirit. We'll be hearing a bit about that later. And each morning during morning prayer, we have prayed this week, come Holy Spirit and fill the hearts of your people, kindle in us the fire of God's love. So as we pray for God's loving forgiveness this morning, let us be open to receive his Holy Spirit so that we may love him and others with the love that he pours into us. Let's pray. Eternal Father, you sent your Son to bring the good news of your forgiving love. The promised Holy Spirit came to continue that mission here on earth through us. Thank you for the privilege of sharing in that loving, healing, reconciling mission in this our time and wherever we are. So Father, forgive us when we have been foolish. May your spirit make us wise. Forgive us when we have gone astray. May your spirit guide us. Forgive us when we have grown weary in doing good. May your spirit renew us. Forgive us when we have been weak. May your spirit strengthen us. May we, your forgiven people, be strong in faith, discerning in proclamation, courageous in witness, persistent in service. This we ask through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Those prayers were inspired by our brothers and sisters in Kenya and the West Indies. It has been such a pleasure, such a privilege to, uh, to be working with George and to have known George for, um, for several years now. I still remember a time when George was a leader on the Download Week Away and George challenged me about something. That was such a great learning experience for me and just reminded me something about George, that he is such an authentic person. He has a real heart for God and that really comes through in everything that he does and he pushes me towards greater maturity in Christ. You know, George, has uh, been so passionate about evangelism and he lives that out right in the deepest part of his core. It has been such a joy and I'm so going to miss working with George on a daily basis. But I pray that God would continue to use him to win many, many people to Christ. So George and Anna, it's time to say goodbye, which is really sad, um, but it's just been a joy to have you among us uh, for so long. I remember when you first came, I think it was nine or 10 years ago, uh, to lead the student work. Uh, what a great uh, time to see you come in there and with your enthusiasm and leadership for that work. And then of course, three years ago when you came back uh, as curate and uh, particularly during the vacancy, working closely 
with you, George. It's, it was amazing, uh, amazing time, and it's been good to uh, to minister with you throughout that period. So, look, it's um, sad to say goodbye, uh, but we wish you all the best for the future. Um, but more importantly, thank you for all you've done for Christchurch over the years. It's been amazing. Uh, we'll miss you, but uh, we uh, remember with, with fond memories uh, your time with us here. Thank you. Hi, George. Do you remember when we first met at Pathfinders when you were about 12 years old? You were always up to mischief and your winning streak showed through then. I later enjoyed being alongside you as a Pathfinder leader with Anna. And most recently, when you thought I had cut through a live cable in the prayer room, I have uh, really appreciate spending time with you as a curate and camping next to you at New Wine. I will miss you and Anna and the girls. Bye. George, I got to know you better through an extended vacancy period with no vicar. And this was an interesting, although somewhat challenging time for many of us here at Christchurch and a lot of responsibility was placed on you and I want to thank you for unequivocally stepping up, rising to the challenge with a determination plus joyful energy and enthusiasm that will serve you so well in your future ministry. Owing to a number of uh, circumstances, leading a, a church plant didn't come to fruition as anticipated um, but you didn't look back. You uh, continued to trust in God and remain focused on what was ahead for us and you as a church at that time. And um, you speak to all people of all ages, from all backgrounds, in the most wonderful and appropriate way. And we've seen this gift demonstrated in your friendships, your leadership, and you're a love of evangelism. There have been many, many memories, but one abiding, um, outstanding memory of you for me is uh, at the carol service, um, when you preached the gospel uh, in a packed out service with such um, ease and enjoyment and being used by God, doing what you do so well. So. I will miss you enormously and as a church we will miss you enormously too. We thank God for placing you and Anna here with us uh, for a time and for your girls as well. And as we release you to HTB, we're thankful to God for your time in Winchester and will continue to hold you all dearly in our hearts and prayers. So Anna and George go well and thank you. The reading is taken from Acts chapter 2, verses 1 to 12. The Holy Spirit comes at Pentecost. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit 
and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now there were, staying in Jerusalem, God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. When they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment, because each one heard their own language being spoken. Utterly amazed, they asked, Aren't all these who are speaking Galileans? Then how is it that each of us hears them in our own native language? Parthians, Medes and Elamites, residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya near Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and converts to Judaism, Cretans and Arabs, we hear them declaring the wonders of God in our own tongues. Amazed and perplexed, they asked one another, what does this mean? So this morning we are looking at the day of Pentecost and this hat is a clue as to what happened on that day. Jews from all over the world were gathered in Jerusalem for the festival of Passover. And Jesus' disciples were among those people. They were gathered in an upstairs room of a house in Jerusalem. And they were waiting for a gift that Jesus had promised. When Jesus went up to heaven, he had told the disciples that he would send them a gift so they wouldn't be on their own. But they had no idea what to expect. They didn't know what this gift would be. And all of a sudden, whilst they're sat together in that upstairs room, they hear a sound like a rushing wind come through the house. And then suddenly, what looks like flames landed on each of their heads. They didn't really know what was going on. And then they realised that this was the gift that Jesus was talking about. This was God's Holy Spirit coming into each of the disciples. And that is the amazing gift that Jesus promised them. He promised that he would send the Holy Spirit to be with them, even after he went up to heaven. So that is why I've got a flame on my head, because the disciples were filled with the Holy Spirit and what looked like flames came and rested on each of them. And the reason why in the Bible it says a sound like a wind and what looked like flames is because actually the Holy Spirit is pretty hard to explain. It's hard to put exact words onto how amazing and marvellous the Holy Spirit is. We can't really explain it with our own human words. And what happened when the disciples would fill with the Holy Spirit is that they had the gift to speak different languages. Like I said, Jews from all over the world were gathered in Jerusalem. And because they came from all over the world, it meant that they didn't all speak the same language. You know, they spoke loads and loads of different languages. So they couldn't communicate, they couldn't really understand each other. But when the disciples were filled with the Holy Spirit, they had the gift to speak all these different languages which meant that the people outside the house could now understand what they were saying. And they were amazed that these people were suddenly speaking their language and everyone could understand it. And Peter, one of the disciples, he actually got up and spoke in front of the whole crowd and everybody could understand him. The Holy Spirit had given him the gift to speak all the languages so that everybody could understand what he was saying. And he shared the good news. He told them all about Jesus and all about the amazing things that Jesus did. And the people were amazed and thousands of people believed in Jesus that day because the Holy Spirit had given the disciples the gift of speaking the different languages so that as many people as possible could understand the good news of Jesus. And you know what the Holy Spirit is for all of us too? It's not just for those disciples. 
and the Holy Spirit comes and it fills each of us today. You know, it might not look like flames sitting on your head or a wind rushing through your house, but actually the Holy Spirit still comes and fills us. The Holy Spirit is God with us now. We have a challenge for you this week. Why do you have a go at creating your own Pentecost flame as a reminder of the amazing gift of the Holy Spirit and to remind us what happened on that day of Pentecost and how the Holy Spirit is still living with us today? You could have a go at creating a Pentecost flame hat or decorate a flame picture or make a Pentecost flag. The decision of what you make and how you make it is totally up to you. But we would love to see photos with you and your creations. So, once you've made your flame, why don't you take a photo of you with your flame and send it into office at ccwinch.org.uk because we would love to use them as part of the service next week. And as an extra challenge, why don't you have a go at getting your whole family involved? Get a photo of all of you with your flames and send it into the office. We can't wait to see your photos. So what I'd like to do now is just take a moment to pray that the Holy Spirit comes and fills us. It might feel like peace or joy or just a, a sense of warmth and comfort but the Holy Spirit feels different for everyone um, so I'm just going to pray now feel free to join in that the Holy Spirit will just come and fill all of us and be with us now dear God I thank you so much for your gift of the Holy Spirit thank you that it is still with us now just as it was with the disciples back on the day of Pentecost God, I pray that your Holy Spirit would just come and fill each of us. Fill everybody now. God, help us to grow closer to you. Help us to learn more about who you are at this time. And yeah, God, I pray that you just fill us up with your Holy Spirit. Help us feel your joy and your peace and your comfort. Amen.
Most of us want our lives to make an impact, to make a difference. We don't just want to go through life treading water or going through the motions. We want to see change. But what can so often happen that stops us from being bold is this thing called fear. Now, fear is this small, subtle, inward voice that tries to deter us, that tries to put us off, that says it's not worth the risk. What if people find out? What if people see that I'm a Christian? And this can stop us from being bold in relationships, in our jobs, in our schools, in our universities. And maybe you're listening this morning and you think, when it comes to my faith, you know, I really love to take a step forward in my faith, to step out of my comfort zone, to actually do something about it. In our passage for today, we see the disciples go from a mindset where they were full of fear to being people that were led by the Holy Spirit, by the Spirit of Almighty God. They go from being people who were frightened to being people who were brave. They go from apathy to action and it happens because of the transformative power of the Holy Spirit that is at work in their lives. Two things that I want to say on my last sermon at Christchurch over the last three years, my last sermon at Christchurch, two things that I want to say. The first is the Holy Spirit takes you from being frightened to being brave. Now, the disciples were frightened for the last three years. They followed Jesus and they'd seen him arrested. They'd seen him go to trial. They'd seen him flogged and they'd seen him killed. And after this, many of the disciples have scattered. They've gone into hiding because they're scared for their lives. We read that even Peter, who was one of Jesus's closest disciples, denies Jesus three times. So scared was Peter. And maybe you've had similar experiences yourself, not maybe quite in the same way. Maybe you've been tested when someone has asked you about your faith. 
Maybe you go to work and you're dreading that moment when someone says to you, what did you do yesterday on Sunday? And you think, oh, no, I've got to tell them that I went to church. Maybe you've been scared about sharing your faith with other people. I can remember when I first started working for a church, I used to dread going to the hairdressers because always at hairdressers, as we know, they ask you, what do you do for a job? I was like, oh, no, I've got to say that I work for a church and then I'm a Christian. And then, of course, the conversation's going to become awkward because they don't know what to say if you're a Christian. I can remember being scared about that. But what I love about this passage is how quickly the Holy Spirit takes the disciples from being frightened to being brave. So much so that with Peter, it is only a matter of weeks before Peter is standing up in front of 3000 people preaching the gospel, telling about the life of Jesus and what Jesus has done in his life. And 3000 people are converted because of this sermon that Peter gives. And why did it happen? Because he was filled with the Holy Spirit and it changed him. The transformative power of the Holy Spirit in Peter's life gave him the boldness to stand up and to preach that message of salvation in front, in front of 3000 people. Sometimes it's in the very place that we feel weakest that the Holy Spirit makes us strongest. Sometimes it's in the place of our greatest testing where the Holy Spirit gives us our greatest anointing. One of my favourite verses in the whole Bible is from 2 Corinthians 12, verse 9. And it's Jesus saying, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. For my power is made perfect in weakness. The Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit takes you from being frightened to being brave. That's my first point. My second point is that the Holy Spirit takes you from apathy to action. Now, the disciples have been walking with Jesus for the last three years. They've been trained by him. And I can imagine that when Jesus ascends into heaven, they might have felt a little bit left behind. And then they know that they can't do all that Jesus has called them to do, to go to, to Jerusalem, to Judea, to Samaria, to the ends of the earth without power from on high. But on the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit falls on these disciples, 3000 people are saved, are added to the church because of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Now, I wonder for you if you would place yourself in that crowd on that day of Pentecost. Think back before social distancing. Would you respond to the outpouring and manifestation of the Holy Spirit? Maybe it being a busy day. Would you ask yourself the question, is this really that important? Is this really going to change my life when I've got jobs to do? I've got meals to cook. I've got emails to send. I've got Instagram to check. Would you respond to the outpouring of the Holy Spirit? You see, the thing is, the Holy Spirit is not just an add-on to our lives. It's not just an app that we can download and add on to the rest of our lives. The Holy Spirit is the operating system which changes everything about our lives. It changes everything about our lives. We need the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit. 
You see, Jesus said to his disciples that it's better for you that I go to be with the Father so that you can receive power from the Holy Spirit, so that you can receive power from the Holy Spirit. And when this happens, the crowd that are gathered, that are filled, the 3,000 that come to faith, have a passion for God. They have a passion for God's word. They have a passion for worship and for prayer and for justice. And they're passionate about these things because they're filled with the love of God and with the Holy Spirit. You see, what's interesting to see as well, that this community isn't an inward looking community. When they're filled with the Holy Spirit, it turns them round and they look out to the rest of the world. They go to their city, to Jerusalem, to Judea, to Samaria to the ends of the earth. And it's because they're filled with the power from the Holy Spirit. You see, I think this is a time, Winchester 2020, England, the world 2020, what a weird, weird year it has been so far. But I honestly believe that this is the time for the church to rise up. I honestly believe that this is the time that the church is to go to those that need Jesus the most that we have an opportunity to preach the gospel. People are asking questions. This is a time of uncertainty that people are asking questions that they've never asked before. And we have the answer. We have Jesus. We have the Holy Spirit. We have the answer to life. We have the cure for life. And what are we going to do about it? We're just going to keep it to ourselves. I honestly believe, and I've been praying about this for a few weeks, that this is the time that we, the church, are going to see the greatest outpouring of the Holy Spirit the church has seen. Because we need God. We need him in our lives. The Holy Spirit takes the church, takes us, the people of God, from apathy to action. From apathy to action. So how do we apply this to our lives today? How can we be filled with the Holy Spirit? Now, we all have those times in our lives where we feel a little bit empty. We feel like maybe we're running on fumes. You might like feel like that now. I certainly have at times. I felt insecure. I felt joyless. I felt frustrated. I felt worried about life. But when the Spirit fills you, and you might have also experienced this, you have a new sense of peace, of joy, of confidence that the Holy Spirit gives you. Now, we are all people with our finite capacities. But when the Spirit of God fills us with his infinite power, his infinite wisdom, his infinite mercy, his infinite grace, we are filled to people who are overflowing. Now, it's a simple as asking. Luke 11 verse 13 says, how much more will God give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? He is simple as asking to be filled with the Holy Spirit and he will fill you. Maybe you're listening this morning and you haven't experienced the power of the Holy Spirit. Maybe you're listening this morning and you have, but you feel like you need to receive more of the Holy Spirit, to go from being frightened to being brave, to go from apathy to action. I'm just going to pray a very simple prayer over us that we would receive the Holy Spirit this morning. And if you feel comfortable, put out your hands to receive. And I'm going to pray. Let's close our eyes together.
Lord Jesus, thank you that you love us. Thank you that you died for us on the cross. And Lord, thank you that you that you left your Holy Spirit to be with us, to give us power to do these things, to go from being frightened to being brave, to go from apathy to being people full of action. Lord, I pray this morning for anyone here that's listening that hasn't encountered the power of your Holy Spirit, that you would anoint them now with your Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray for those who have received your Holy Spirit, that you would just refresh them in this moment, that they would receive new joy, new peace, new confidence, new understanding in Jesus' name. Lord, you promised to give us more of your Holy Spirit. So I pray now, Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. Lord, thank you for all that you do in our lives. Lord, I pray for our city, and Lord, for my uh, last remaining moments in this place, Lord, I just thank you for this wonderful, wonderful place. I just pray, Holy Spirit, that you would do an incredible work in this place, that you would bring many to salvation through the message of the cross. And Lord, I pray that you'd encourage and fill up those in Christchurch, that you would give them the wisdom and the Holy Spirit now to do all these things in Jesus' name. And I pray this now in Jesus' name, Lord, and for your glory. Amen. Well, good morning, everyone. On this Pentecost Sunday, my name is Sarah Jane. I really like being outside. Our church has a great team of flower rangers who bring their gardens into church. And I'm rather enjoying people bringing church outside into the garden. We're going to be saying words together from the book of Revelation, affirming what we believe about God. And this is one of the authorised creeds. Creeds comes from the Latin word credo, meaning I believe. And it's not just something that we think is true and is interesting facts. It's more like wow, this is something that is really life-changing, something I can build my life on. I want to thank George for being so wonderful and particularly for his passion to reach out to people with the gospel and introduce them to God, especially through Alpha. And this is so that more and more can join God's people in saying the creed, believing and trusting in God the Father Son and Holy Spirit. You'll see the words on the screen. We will all say the words in bold together. Let us say together in faith. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. We believe in God the Father who created all things by his will they were created and have their being. We believe in God the Son who was slain, for with his blood he purchased us for God from every tribe and language, from every people and nation. We believe in God the Holy Spirit. The Spirit and the Bride say, Come, even so, come Lord Jesus. Amen.
let us pray to our great and compassionate God, who sends his Holy Spirit to everyone, everywhere. Let us pray. Gracious God, who calls, equips and knows us, be with all who work in Winchester Prison. We pray for prison staff who continue to work in challenging circumstances. We pray that they do not lose heart. God who sees, would you give them new energy for their work and give them empathy and discernment as they interact with the men and women in their care. We pray for Christians in prison who are missing gathering together for worship and Bible studies. May they remember and find comfort in the truth that they are still part of the body of Christ, even while they cannot meet with fellow believers. We pray for the prison chaplains who continue to provide pastoral care through this crisis. God, would you give them wisdom, compassion and words of encouragement as they meet each person inside today. Lord, we pray for our city at this time of continued lockdown for those who miss seeing their loved ones and having to deal with the daily struggle of loneliness. We pray that we might be good neighbours to those around us and the people we see each day, being ever mindful that our encounter with them might be the only face-to-face -face one of their day. May your Holy Spirit shine out from us, breathing kindness and love into each one. We pray the love that you first showed us will be spread throughout our city and the whole land. And we pray for the residents at Westacre Care Home in our parish, especially thinking of them as they have been unable to have any visitors for many weeks now. Please be with the staff who care for them and give them all the gifts of kindness and patience as they need each day. Keep them all safe from any illness that might be so easy to spread. Lord, we thank you for our church and for all the churches across the country. Thank you that during this time of continued restrictions, so many churches have been able to move their services and other faith building content online. May we bless others through this, being generous with our technology and enabling many to hear your word. We want to welcome all to our services and express our love and the message of hope that your Holy Spirit gives. Thank you that although we are still apart physically, our services online enable us to feel connected with each other. But Lord, we long to be back together again, all in one place, and pray that this will be soon. Lord, we pray for those who are unwell, for their family and friends, who may be able, unable to comfort them and support them. May they know your Holy Spirit as their healer and provider. And we pray for those who have lost loved ones. Please be with them, Lord, in their sadness and grief. May they know your Holy Spirit as their comforter and sustainer. Come once again, Holy Spirit, as our advocate, our counsellor and our helper. Give us your fire that we may burn to see justice and truth in this world. Breathe into us that we may bring the warmth of your love to all we encounter. And speak into us your words of hope that we may see lives renewed and transformed. 
In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Hi everyone. I know that along with supporting other vital public services, we have as a church been praying for those in our prison. But since the lockdown, staff levels have been even lower than usual due to sickness and self-isolation, which has put all the staff members under a lot of strain with very long hours being worked. We know that this is especially so for David Hinks, Cliff and all the chaplaincy team who are doing such an amazing work in serving and supporting these 500 men that they care for and they do it with so much love, patience, care and compassion. But it was brought to my attention last week that Sue Breeze in our church, who normally helps with prison teas, remembered one of the men saying to her how much the Christmas card he received from the Oasis group had meant to him, being personally handwritten and just knowing that others were thinking and praying for him had meant so much. And Sue just wondered whether we could do the same now to encourage them all at this difficult time. Well, we thought this was a brilliant idea, especially knowing that all the normal courses and voluntary help usually available, like Sycamore Tree, Alpha, sharing the prison service, um, Bible studies, and of course the prison teas, have all had to stop. And the men now are unable to have any visitors and are only allowed out of their cells for half an hour each day. We can only begin to imagine how awful this must be for them, especially for many with already broken hearts and broken lives. And we just long to share the love of Jesus with these guys. Each and every one is so precious and so loved by God. And the good news is that Jesus is the great healer of all brokenness. And even when behind bars, Jesus can set them free. So I was asked to coordinate this with the help of church staff. I've chosen Hannah Dunnett cards. They have brightly coloured designs, which are full of wonderful interwoven Bible texts. And I have 500 here, bundled into fives or tens, ready to be written and distributed to each of the men as soon as possible. And Susie Richardson thought that one for the staff members would be good to be put up on their Hidden Heroes board so that they too feel loved and valued and know that they and their families are also being prayed for. So we would love to invite at least 50 people to share in the writing of these cards and most importantly to pray that God will bless the words of truth and life to all of these men. And Simon will be saying later in the service how this will work and how anyone who wishes can contribute a small amount towards the cost of the cards. Thank you so much. Hello George, Anna, Sophia and Edie. Um, thank you so much for everything you've given us um, at Christchurch over the last years. Um, George, you've steered us through an extremely significant season in our life as a church. It's not easy um, being part of the leadership in vacancy, but you just led us with um, passion and conviction. You really stirred us up and shook us up and challenged us. Um, and I really appreciate your passion for prayer and um, your openness to the Holy Spirit. Um, and Anna, thank you um, too for your friendship and um, I really appreciate your heart for social justice and your heart as a mother. Uh, and it's just been a pleasure to see your two little girls, Sophia and Edie, start their lives here in Winchester. 
So we just um, thank you lots and wish you all the best for your um, next season at HTB. Please keep in touch. Um, lots of love from Winchester. George is just a great guy. When I think of George or people talk about George, I'm like, he's just a great guy. And I think it's mainly just because of how encouraging he is, um, about how inspiring he is and just how much he wants to work with God um, and puts God in his life in so many different ways. And he's been inspiring me from day one um, on my walk with God before I even knew I was walking with God, um, which just sort of shows you his, <laughs> his insight into um, how God works in people's lives. And I can't thank him enough. I still try and emulate him to this day. Um, I'm just excited to see what he does next, really. So <laughs> good luck, George. So, George, what to say about George? Well, I have had the absolute joy of sharing an office with George for the last few years. And my nickname for him has always been Tigger because he is full of bounce and energy, which you probably all know because you know him well. But what you maybe don't know so well is what an amazing colleague George is. He is a real team player. He loves us as a team and we really feel that love. He's really committed to each one of us and it has been an absolute joy to work alongside him. But it's also been a real joy to get to know Anna. Anna and I have uh, shared lots of times together and I will really miss Anna and Sophia and little Edith as well as George. So it's been an absolute joy to know you. Hey George, just wanted to say we're missing you all. Um, George has been a great friend to us over the years, a student worker, a boss, a mentor. Over to you. <laughs> we're really grateful for all the things that George has done for us, including marrying us, and for all the things he's taught us and his super, super kindness. We think you're such an amazing man of God, George, and we're so excited for all the adventures that lie ahead. Yeah. And we're missing your tight jeans and bright socks. Bye. <laughs> Hello Christchurch and greetings from Cumbria. Hope you're all well. Just wanted to give you a couple of words about George who is leaving you. Just wanted to say he was great to work with, really enthusiastic, full of great ideas, really gung-ho, wants to get things done immediately. And I was like, oh, I can't put that in the programme next week. It's a bit too soon. Um, and I always had to think of boring things like staffing and resourcing, but he had great ideas and wanted to, wanted to do stuff for the community and church. And of course, loved Alpha and wanted people to know Jesus. Uh, he's going to be sorely missed by you all, I'm sure, and he was great to work with. Hello, George and Anna and family. I just wanted to send you a quick message to uh, reflect on your years at Christchurch and to thank you for all that you've been and all that you've done for me and my family. It has been a privilege to get to know you all. Your love of God, George, and deep-rooted desire to spread the gospel has been refreshing and wonderful to see. And I pray that your passion and enthusiasm will continue to grow and that God's blessing will be on you and your family, wherever he may lead you in future years. In particular, George, I'd like to thank you for your faithful friendship to my parents in the last six years or so, and in particular in the last few years uh, to my dad, Robin. He loved you like a son and you gave him a renewed sense of purpose at a critical time in his life. You bore many a lecture with fortitude, stoicism, and a very healthy and much needed uh, sense of humor. And I thank you for that. And I'd like to think that you also had a bit of fun on the way too. Who will ever forget those memorable pictures of you and him impersonating 
Bond and M alongside your Jag whilst uh, up in the mountains of Scotland. And so as you leave, I just uh, thank you again and wish you all the very best. And I'll leave you with the reading from Streams in the Desert by Charles Spurgeon and the final day's uh, comments that are made that I know meant so much to my dad and resonated with you. And it says this, He who has helped you hitherto will help you all your journey through. Thank you, George, and God bless.
Thank you so much for being with us today. In five minutes time, we are going to be praying uh, for the Watkinson family and visiting them in person. And this time that is for real, it's not a prank. Uh, there really will be a, a camera outside their house, but that will be alongside Charlotte and Tom and the family and uh, some presents uh, for the Watkinsons. So grab a tea or a coffee, come back in five minutes. We can present those to them and pray for them. Secondly, tonight it is our Pentecost service uh, from all the churches in the city. It's a service for the city, uh, from the churches. It will begin streaming at 5.45. Uh, the service will begin at 6 o'clock proper. You'll be able to find a link to watch that either on our website or on all of our social media uh, or on the Churches Together for Winchester YouTube channel. So the service starts at 6, there's some preamble from 5.45. Uh, so do join us then and spread the word. Also a reminder about our prison letters that Rachel talked about earlier in the service. Could you please email the church office by tomorrow lunchtime, that's Monday lunchtime, uh, to say that you're able to help with that. We need offers from you uh, for people to do either 10 cards or multiples of 10 cards. Uh, we will deliver those cards to you. All that you'll need to do is to uh, hand write out uh, a simple message uh, and we'll give you uh, the message, but it's simply to write that in the cards and then return them to the church office by the end of the week uh, so that we can then get them all uh, to the prison. Uh, we really appreciate that, thank you. But we don't want the prison to be forgotten at this time. Uh, Brian is now going to finish our service today uh, with a blessing and then we'll be off to the Watkinsons. One of the joys of being part of a community over many years is seeing how people grow in their faith and in their ministry. I think I first met George when he came to see me rather tentatively to ask about a gap year with Latin Link in Brazil. And uh, he's changed a lot since then. For the better, I hasten to add. For George and Anna, this means that they're going to go on to a new adventure of faith in the coming weeks. But actually for each one of us, as we go from our worshipping together this morning, we're going to be going out into the world in different ways in the coming week. And we need God's blessing on us for that. So let's pray. Spirit of praise, fill our voices with your worship this week. Spirit of service, empower us to help others that we meet during this week. Spirit of holiness, help us as we face temptations to walk from you, but that we may walk in your ways. Spirit of love, help us to love all those we meet, virtually and face to face. Spirit of power, Enable us to be your witnesses in Winchester, in Hampshire, in London, to the ends of the earth. May the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son and Holy Spirit, rest upon you now and remain with you always. Amen. 
please go in and get a cup of tea and come back to us in five minutes as we hand over gifts to George and Anna and specifically pray for them. God be with you. Amen.